Today's episode of the Lions of Liberty podcast features discussion of some adult themes and some adult language. So maybe hide the kids for this one. They get to McAfee, he jumps right into the issues and not even as scared to be like, he's like, you know, prostitution shouldn't be legal, drug wars. I'm like, yeah, hell yeah. This (laughs) the issues I care about. Not saying all I care about is drugs and prostitutes, but you know. Welcome to the Lions of Liberty podcast. Here is your host, your guide, your shining beacon of liberty, Mark Clare. Hey everyone, this is Mark Clare with the Lions of Liberty. This is we are here with Howie and John Odermatt, and we're talking about the first ever televised libertarian debate. And yes, this is Mark Clare because of my super masculine voice. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute here. Hold on a second. This is John Odermatt here. This this isn't Mark Clare. Yeah. It just sounds a little bit different. It sounds like Unless, Mark, I don't know, maybe you started smoking more cigarettes. I hear a little bit more rasp in your voice. It does sound a little more masculine than normal. I don't know. Who, who is this? This is Johnny Rocket. How you guys doing? What's going on? Doing fantastic, Johnny. Great to have you here great to on the here. Lions of Liberty podcast. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. This is fun. And uh, I am uh, – by the way, what are you guys drinking? I'm drinking some Sierra Nevada right now, and it is delicious. What are you drinking over there? You're out in uh, Washington, right? Washington State. Yeah, I'm drinking, guys. Sit down. Sit down. I'm drinking Miller Lite because I have to watch my caloric intake. (laughs) I don't want to get fat. Hey, nothing wrong with Miller Lite, but I just tried. I heard – I think it was on the Tim Ferriss podcast. He's talking about these uh, Japanese whiskeys. I was at the liquor store the other day, and I thought, you know what? I'll try one. It's called the Yamazaki. I swear to God, this is one of the best whiskeys I've ever had in my life. Amazing. Very cool. What's that movie with uh, Bill Murray when he's in Japan and he's like a whiskey spokesman? Uh, um, Lost in Translation? That's yes, right. Yeah, yes. Scarlett Johansson. Yep, yep, yep. Very cool. That's the extent of my Japanese whiskey knowledge. That movie. <laughs> That's mine too. I'm done there. I, yeah, Japanese whiskey. I know sake and all I know is it sucks. I wish Bill Murray was running for president. <laughs> Right. Yeah, there there was a joke going for like a I, I don't know if he put it out there if someone else did that he was actually going to run and he had sort of like a libertarian type platform. Interesting. But, alas, it was not true. What'd you guys think of this debate tonight? The first ever televised libertarian debate. Um, let's just get some first reactions, general reactions first, and start with Howie. What'd you think of the format and everything and, and how it went off? Man, well, I mean, just the fact that there is now a, a nationally televised libertarian debate just kind of blows my mind how far we've come since like, uh, you know, when this whole movement started kick off or like Ron Paul's first run wasn't because st- started to get mainstream, but super exciting. Some great candidates. But I was a little disappointed in the quality that buzzer that they had was driving me nuts. The first time I went off, I thought my smoke alarm was going off that like chirping and it was just way too many commercials. It didn't seem like they got very much time to talk, but I'm glad I guess we, we've got the foot in the door and hopefully things like this just start getting bigger and better and we see more of it, you know? Yeah, it was, it was definitely by far the highest quality libertarian debate comparing it to that Skype fiasco they had a couple of weeks ago. And I don't know, it was North Carolina uh, libertarian party, I think put it on or something like that. That was awful. But yeah, this, this was, was much better than that. Um, of course I don't have cable, so I had to watch the, the bootleg on YouTube, but it was, I was still annoyed by that weird buzzer 
Um, other than that, it was I think Stossel did ask some great questions. I was a little disappointed that at the especially at the beginning, it didn't seem like each candidate got equal amount of time or even got a chance to to answer each question. But all in all, um, it's, it's way better than anything I've seen so far. What do you think, Johnny? You know what? I was really impressed with it. I thought it was fantastic. I mean, again, the production quality, I have to agree with Howie on the buzzer. I don't know what the hell that was. I was looking for it at my phone going, what the fuck is that noise? <laughs> Uh, okay, I just you put it now. It's an explicit show. Sorry, but uh, <laughs> but no, you know, you kind of. But I thought the candidates are great. I mean, they. I am really up in the air with all three of these guys. I mean, I think all three are very uh, smart guys. They know their shit. Uh, they're great libertarians. I mean, what uh, very little knowledge McAfee does have about libertarianism, you can tell that he's really hitting the books and understanding the principles of liberty and freedom. And I was really super impressed uh, with Austin Peterson. I just think that Austin kind of stole the show. Um, and I really, I, I again, I have to say that Heather and I uh, just got back last weekend. We saw the debate with Gary Johnson and uh, Austin Peterson, and it was fantastic. So, I mean, it was very similar subjects. And I thought John Stossel, again, put on a help, asked some really great questions, and it was a great show. So any other takeaways from your uh, the debate you got to see there with Gary Johnson and Austin Peterson? What, what state put that on? What state libertarian party? Uh, uh, state of Oregon, the, the Oregon okay. LPO. Uh, they did. You know, it was a good it was a good uh, they probably used all their money for the debate to get those guys flown <laughs> out there. But it was really good. I thought the uh, they, they, they asked some really great questions. And one of the things that kind of scared me about Gary Johnson, though, uh, is he was talking about, you know, he, he wanted to. He believes that businesses must serve uh, a customer regardless of religion, religious preferences or not. So he said that, that a business should sell a gay wedding cake and they should be forced to. And that scared the shit out of me. I'm like, really, Gary? What the hell's going on, man? And, you know, and Austin Peterson's like, hell no. Hell no. That's This is property rights. We're going into the property rights thing. And no. And so – he kind of touched on this a little bit too. I mean, it was kind of a regarding equal pay for equal work. You know, he was kind of talking about this equality stuff and I'm like, that's all fine and dandy, but markets usually handle that shit. Not, not legislation. So that's what kind of scared me about Gary Johnson. Yeah. Gary, he had some, some things tonight at mostly those two things, but there were some other comments. So just those aren't, this doesn't very libertarian, but every time I think that to myself, it's like, but he's so much better than, anyone from any of the two major parties running it's right i kind of kind of like I'm, I'm gonna give him the pass if he were the president he would be the best president that we've ever had um oh yeah i agree with but, you uh, on that one thing that you had said before you said you know you know mcafee's kind of new to libertarianism but he's really hitting the books and that i i don't hold that against him because i feel like a lot of people in this nation you know most of them aren't libertarians but i think there's a lot of people that are and don't know it and they just they haven't been exposed to it. They haven't, you know, read in the philosophy. But when you get down to it, people are socially liberal, fiscally conservative, and it's something that you know we just need the right, right spark to get that tinderbox going. Right. Oh. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure if John McAfee is really hitting the books or if he's just always been sort of. I mean, I don't know anything about his, you know, his past political beliefs really. But it seems like a lot of it comes off pretty naturally when he's talking about it. And he's able to, uh, you know, when they when they brought up the when they were talking about having the to the the baker having to bake a cake for a gay couple, his answer was it was it was just common sense. He's like, well, unless you're the only baker in town, what's what's the problem with that? I mean, 
They can just find another baker. Or how, I agree how, with why you. Would you make, yeah. Why would you make a baker you know what? bake I a cake with, for someone that wants to? Why would I, I kind of prefer that more natural as opposed to like, this is the litmus test. You have to agree with everything 100%. If you don't, you know, the libertarian is going to go crazy and we're going to attack you. And, you know, it's, you know, so I, I wish we'd all relax sometimes. It, it doesn't have to be like the, the fights the libertarians get in amongst themselves, I feel can be detrimental. And I, I like to see sure. a guy who's just like naturally comes across as, you know, liberty leaning. And I like to see yeah. it. I'd like to see more people wake up to it. Oh, I'm with you. And I think that this was a great opportunity for the average person who doesn't understand libertarianism to actually witness it on actual TV. And it was like, usually we're on, uh, the, you know, the local news cable network that nobody watches or channel two or channel three uh, or, you know, some state run channel. I think it was a great opportunity for a lot of people to hear what the message was. And we had three great guys who were pushing that message out there. And they're very charismatic guys. And I think they all came across very well spoke or they all came across well, very well spoken and very charismatic. I would I, happily I, vote for any of them, but I wish there's there's like certain things I like about all three. I wish I could combine them into one perfect candidate. Like I wish right. I had Austin's knowledge and principles combined with like uh, the charisma and the of uh, McAfee and, you know, some of the experience of being a governor now of Johnson. <laughs> like Right. I don't know well, there there's, they all have such great qualities, but it's, uh, if only we could put them all together, you know? Right. I'm with you. And, you know, I think we all, as libertarians, though, I think the biggest thing is we all kind of hold certain issues in a higher regard than others. You know, some people's issues are property rights or some people might be gun laws or somebody might be this or whatever's more important to somebody. I think really kind of which will kind of dictate which guy somebody will pick for, for the nominee. That's true. I mean, to me, I know I've got my two. My number one is war and peace. I don't want this. I don't want the United States dropping bombs on people when they're falling in some people a lot, or even if right. there are enemies, you know, turning more people against us. That's number one by far. Number two is the drug war has done so much damage to our society and has just ruined so many lives. Like, if you're good on those two things, I'm probably going to give a lot of other stuff a pass. Mm -hmm. so let's let's talk about that first one there talking about because because they did ask I think each each candidate got to talk about a little bit about military spending and I think the way Stossel phrased it he said you know people accuse liber libertarians of being I isolationists and pretty much every candidate in a little bit of a different way answered it answered pretty much the same with their own own twist on it pretty much said you know the United States should not be as you said Howie dropping bombs I think. Uh, Gary Johnson referenced drone attacks and the innocent people killed in drone attacks. Um, Austin Peterson was saying, you know, only Congress should declare war. And I think all, all of that's great. And it's, those are great points to make. I was a little disappointed that none of them talked about what I find is the real problem with, with warfare and, and intervention uh, abroad is the way that it's funded and the intentions of the government. Um, a, a lot of the obviously the, the funding is coercive. Um, it's you know it's tax dollars is taken taken from us without our consent, and a lot of the intentions, even though they're the government is saying they're you know going to set up a uh, they're they're going to invade a country in order to you know promote democracy or you know whatever other wonderful thing they want to do, when really the intentions are something else altogether. It's really a strategic thing to put in their puppet in order to, um, I don't know, extract some natural resources or something like that. Odie, the, the so, perfect example of that with the intentions is like when we invaded Afghanistan, Ron Paul voted for that. I mean, we were attacked. They were shielding yeah. Osama bin Laden. 
And he said later, he said, I should have realized like, you know, retaliating for that was right, but I should have known they would overuse their power. They would invade, they would stay, would turn just nation building nonsense. It's like, even though in his mind, if that was all they were doing, if they went in top of the Taliban ran, left in 2002 and it's like, Hey, do this again. We'll be back. Like that, that's completely different than what's happened. This quagmire we're caught in, like the people that are orchestrating these things that are in bed with the military industrial complex, like it's completely different than the intentions of other people and the, the intentions that they portray to people. And it's, uh, I don't know. You had a pretty good point there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, if they were actually, you know, if we actually could trust our government and, you know, they weren't stealing from us, stealing, you know, our tax dollars in order to fund these wars and they were actually going to go in and just try to defeat ISIS and then leave. Sure. I, I'd be in favor of that. I'm against ISIS. I hate terrorists. Right. But that's not what they're going to do. They're going to go over there and they're going to prop up a, a pro, you know, pro U.S. guy and try to insert them in. And they, they don't really give a shit about the people over there. They, they don't care about helping them or defending their individual rights, their natural rights. Yeah. So, I mean, that's 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 the issue I find. And I mean, I know it's it's probably too detailed and too nuanced. I mean, if the focus is really just to get into that the story. focus is really just yeah. destroying ISIS. Like, oh, well, why don't you help out uh, Assad and Iran with what they're doing? We don't need to send too much, you know, but no, we can't do that. <laughs> well, I don't, like, I, don't I think they all, they all agree, though, that we should stop police in the world. And war should be, I mean, I, I kind of agree with all of them. They all agree that we, we should stop getting involved with shit that we shouldn't be involved in. And <clears throat> this is the number one thing. I mean, right now, you're right. The military-industrial complex. We go to war. It funds. It's crony capitalism. Those businesses are now getting taxpayers' money, right, through force. And those people are getting rich. And they want to perpetuate wars. So we stay in these countries for 10, 15 years. And so that these businesses can keep continuing to grow and get money, politicians' money in their pockets. It's a big circular. It's just a, you can't win. It's a big circle. And so, yes, we should get the hell out of these countries. If we are defending ourselves, we should strike hard. We should get use the proper channels, go through Congress, get approval, then declare war, then strike. And then once we accomplish our mission, then move back. We don't need to be staying in these countries and, per and, and perpetuating these wars for any longer than they and than it has to be. And we have far stayed every war in the last 50 years. I'm really glad that Stossel pointed out that libertarians do agree that a function of the government is to protect the U.S. people from foreign threats. And I'm, I'm a veteran myself. I used to be in the Army. And as a former soldier, like I wouldn't mind defending my country. But if our country is not – if there's no threat and we're just getting involved – and actually making things worse for us and creating more threats, that's just like a waste of people's lives. People that I know, people people that signed up to defend the country, not to nation build, not to, you know, try to remake other countries. It's it's nonsense. Well, Holly, thank you for serving me too, man. I was in the army for ten years. So I totally I'm totally with you. And I didn't want to go to war and I don't think I met any of these soldiers. I think most American soldiers in the military are libertarian. I have not met one soldier. They don't want to go to war. No one wants to go to war. Right. But I mean, there's, you're, there's you're, not, few... you're not opposed if it's, if we're under attack and it's defending oh, I, the nation, it's absolutely. I'm not but for nonsense, but not that. That's more veterans voted for Ron Paul. And what was it in the 2000, right. 2012 election? than if for any other candidate, absolutely. And I'm with you on this. And yes, absolutely. We should be in a mission of protection. Hence the, the name department of defense, uh, 
that's exactly what we do. We do not go out there and start wars and get into the political economic bullshit that we are have been doing. And it's wrong. And I think we should stay out. And we should the best thing that we could do is open trade, open our markets and have everyone exchange and 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 by building markets, we build friendships with countries. And by uh, closing out those opportunities, I think we're hurting ourselves economically too. So I mean the war and economics, it all goes hand to hand with one another. Amen, brother. And this is like, uh, you know, I got to get a lot of shit for saying it, but I, I, I like the Iran deal. Obama did. I hear Republicans and Democrats are really bitching about him. Like, from Trump from, is going to drone seen, you like, so hard, Howie. This, this, this is a, this is a pretty out, good man. deal. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But, you know, I'm not going to, I don't know too much um, about that. But I'm going to claim my ignorance. I, I appreciated. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to lie. Hey, I don't know anything hey, about you guys. The Iran I did appreciate deal. that Rand said if you became president, you know, he'd take a look at how things were going. You know, what the status was, this and that. Whereas people like Ted Cruz are like, day one, I'm tearing it up. Right. <laughs> it's like, come so, on. Hey guys, what do you think about what Stossel said though? About you know, he was giving his like little comments about every candidate. He's like, Governor, Governor Johnson, you know, some people say you're too low key. You seem to be high all the time. <laughs> what Dude, did you my, guys think? The best thing was, I love the marijuana is getting cheers. I love that. Like <laughs> no, no one's, you admit to things. You, you take ownership for your actions. No one's like, Oh, I didn't inhale. It's, right. it's, it's, it's a new world. People like authenticity. They like real people. Lying just causes more bullshit. I mean, it, it's awesome. And the, the crowd loves it. Be honest. Yeah. Everyone knows marijuana is not bad. It's not a big deal. It's ridiculous. That it's a class one drug still and destroying lives because of the, our justice system. Like Christ. Gary Johnson owned, I think he sold his share or, or sold his uh, stake in it or whatever, but he owned oh, a marijuana company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I invest in this. I kind of wish that he kept it because every time he was like on TV and shit, we, the, the stock price would bump up. <laughs> nice. Well, like, like John McAfee, can't, can't you run the DUI on Xanax? I mean, that's awesome. He's like, hell yeah, I made a mistake. I, I'm I'm impressed. I'm glad that Stossel left off the fact that he had like a firearm on him at the time too. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. And then like Austin yeah. Peterson's 12 years old. Uh, and our, and then our video feed came off, you know. So we kind of lost a little bit of the streaming because we're watching it because we're yeah. cheap because we don't have a uh, cable because I don't believe in. TV normally, yeah. we don't have we don't have cable either. Yeah. I, I don't believe in that yeah, crap. That's too much money for bullshit. But you know, I don't know. I thought it was awesome that you know he was kind of calling them out, and I thought it was yeah. great. And stuff was good. Balls. Yeah, they they were they were honest questions. They're good answers. They're you know it wasn't like he he brought it up because it's it's a good point. It's a point of interest. It wasn't like in these other ones when he's like, you can tell that they're trying to like ruin candidates and shit. You know. Yeah, I mean, those are legitimate concerns, especially with McAfee. I mean, a lot of people hear these things about this rumor that he was charged with murder down in Belize. But um, I've heard McAfee before, of course, on uh, when Mark interviewed him on the Lines of Liberty podcast, but also on the James Altucher uh, podcast. McAfee went real in depth talking about that period in his life. And he talked about it a little bit tonight. But yeah, he was actually the, the, the government in Belize tried to bribe him. They asked him to donate two million dollars to like do some infrastructure repairs, and he said no. So, yeah, so they they raided his compound and they killed his dog and they tortured him, and it's that's that's, that's that, what that's what coercive governments that's do. Right. I'm, I'm a so. lot like McAfee, but if I were McAfee and they killed my dog, I'd be back down there 
killing like police, government officials, <laughs> and retribution. You kill, you kill my dog. That's 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 where the lines run. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sorry, kill a sorry. person, no big deal. But kill my dog, like, motherfucker. <laughs> hey, that's our cold open. Hey, hey Mac, if he <laughs> killed no one. It's uh, you know how Central America is. Can't yes. believe anything. They- <laughs> yeah, you can't believe anything they say. Yeah. But I, I thought it was a good debate, and I thought overall, I I'm, I'm waiting for part two, and I'm excited to see part two. I got, I, think- I got from when they were able to talk. I thought it was great, but there's just so many commercials and stuff. Like in the the Republican and Democrat debates, they they don't in, interrupt every like seven minutes or whatever, and it's I just I want it to be longer. I want it to be more like the actual main parties' debates. It's I mean I'm very thankful that they actually did this. It's a huge step. I guess I'm asking for the stars, but you know, I just yeah, it seemed like they talked for five minutes with ten mer- ten minutes worth of commercials. And, and even with the commercials, if they didn't break it up into two parts, because Stossel's only got an hour show, if I if I got two hours of it, I'd have been more happy. So, what do you guys think about? Uh, they talked about a little bit. They asked uh, about they were talking about ISIS and terrorism, and I forget the question exactly what it was. Uh, but it had to do with intel- intelligence gathering. Or John McAfee said the problem, the problem with the U.S. government is their methods of gathering intelligence. That's correct. Said we're 20 years behind the Chinese. And I, I wrote, or I didn't write. I read an article about this um, this past week. McAfee talked about the issue and really said the U.S. government is focusing too much on collecting just this mass information, this mass surveillance of telephone calls between people when they should be focusing on just you know, certain groups of people and then looking at the trends and how those people interact, like finding a terror, terror cell and then focusing in on those people and then using those, um, the interactions of those people to predict what's going to happen. Yeah. Like phone calls um, increase, uh, you know, all of a sudden, and that's a sign that terrorism attacks, or, you know, the chain of command down the chain of command, right, cell right. operations and stuff like that. I mean, yeah, I, I, but again, you know, I, you know, it's kind of funny as we were talking to Daryl Perry, the presidential candidate who didn't make the debate uh, a couple of nights ago. And, you know, he was just saying that a lot of this terrorism stuff, uh, you know, he, he made a good, great, great point that you have a, you know, your chances of being killed by a terrorist attack are so slim, but yet this is something that the media constantly focuses in on. Well, you know, and, you, got, you got to weigh the risks and benefits. Like exactly. the, first, the first night the Batman Superman came out, I'm like, oh, I live right near DC. This would be a perfect terrorist target. But, but you know right. what? This is Batman versus Superman. If I don't go, they win. So I went. <laughs> exactly. And, you, and know, you, you know, got- you know, I kind of by me going, they might've still won. It wasn't, the critics were wrong it, it wasn't the best movie but it, it was it wasn't bad i give it a seven seven point five i don't know that's not bad that's i enjoyed bad. it but yeah i mean i mean it is the, you're not gonna get killed by a terrorist like most most likely you have a better chance of getting struck by lightning yep or winning the lottery there's, there's that one guy who was he was in i think the the Stay boston off. terrorist attack oh yeah um paris and then just in uh, Brussels. When I, when I hear that, my, my first thought is like is that guy, guy should buy a lottery is this, ticket. Is this guy working with the terrorists? That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Arrest that guy. Yeah. Jeez, that's yeah, you should, should definitely buy a lottery ticket if he was in all three of them. Yeah. You know, luck's on his side. What other big, what other takeaways did you guys have tonight? Um, I know they only showed the first hour, but can, can we, you know, predict a winner or say somebody we feel like is in the lead right now? Where do you want to go? I don't, I don't, uh, Johnny, we'll start with you. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, I'm going to have to say 
you know, I kind of rated these guys on a five star scale. Uh, I'd have to to give Austin Peterson on this part one of the debate. I'd give him four stars um, out of five. I give John McAfee three and I'd have to give Governor Johnson two stars out of five. Wow. Uh, I used to be a huge Governor Gary Johnson fan. But as I've been hearing more and more of what he's been doing and certain things that are my key issues that I hold important to myself, I kind of moving away from Governor Gary Johnson and moving towards McAfee and Austin Peterson. Maybe it's just what are those those key issues that took him all all the way down to two stars? Property rights and uh, social justice. I'm not, you know, I think those things could be covered and handled by markets. And it's not in the business's best interest to. Uh, have legislation to control someone's morality. I think if you're a good business, uh, you're going to respect people and you are going to sell them things, but you're not going to be forced to do those things. And yeah. and I think that Governor Gary Johnson's trying to legislate behavior, and or he would try to legislate behavior, and I think that's wrong. And Austin Peterson and McAfee seem to be a lot less government than Gary Johnson. What impressed you most about Austin Peterson tonight? He's a knowledgeable guy and he's charismatic. And seeing him in person and actually, you know, hanging out with the guy and having cocktails with him, he's a charismatic guy and he's powerful and people like to be around him and he's a nice guy. And you know, he don't get me wrong, he's uh he's a uh, he's you know, he's a little arrogant, but he's a cool guy. I mean, he he knows his shit and he studies and he cares. Yep. And I think he I don't really- think you can run for president without being a little arrogant, you know? Yeah, but yeah. I think he really cares. And I think he's going to, you know, I think at, in the beginning he may have been, this may have been, Heather and I had talked about this and said, hey, you know, this may have been a little bit of a thing for self-promotion for the Libertarian Republic. But then all of a sudden now he's like, I could win this shit. I could be that guy. And it, one of the things I think is strong about Austin, and I never thought I'd be saying this, and I'm going to get hate mail because I'm supporting Austin. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, he has media. He has the media behind him. He knows how to work the damn internet and he knows how to piss people off, but he's getting attention whether or not it's positive or negative. He can definitely influence people with libertarianism and he has the media on his side and he knows how to spread that message. And, you know, with governor Gary Johnson, he was elected or he wasn't elected. He, he was the, he was a nominee for the libertarian party and he had his opportunity. And I think we need some new blood and we need a new face and somebody who can get out there and actually sell them this message. And I think that's the number one thing that we should be focused in on is selling that message. Right on, man. What do you think, Howie? Well, I don't know. Did you guys watch the little like after debate five minute? They had Kennedy from MTV and like some other dude talking about what they saw. Did you guys see that? I missed it. No. Well, <laughs> one of the things I, a, I didn't know Kennedy was still doing stuff. Awesome. But anyways, one of the things that she said about Austin that I kind of sort of agree with a little bit was she said – she really liked him, but a lot of stuff he said is like – he, all the lines he was saying were like things to be on bumper stickers. You know, right. It kind of came off that way to me too a little bit. I mean you know what? Hey, he's a young guy. I mean he has a, almost all the same ideas as me. I'd be acting like an asshole up there. I don't know what to do. I'd probably be drunk or something. I don't know. You know what's – but here's the thing, Howie. He even mentioned that in Oregon when we were talking, as we you know hanging out, and he talked to the Oregon party, which was like five guys in a room. And uh, he was like, "Look, I talk in sound bites, and there's a reason I talk in sound bites, so people can remember and retain what I, what I'm saying. And we can, I can, 
and all my messages can be put in sound bites because that's how the world runs now. Yeah, but you have to do that, but you also have to seem natural and relatable, think, like a like, like a real person, not I, like you. Now, like you stood in front of a mirror and rehearsed it like twenty times before oh, you no. on stage. I'm with you, and he has it does sound scripted sometimes. And I know, and I, no knock on him. Like I'm like Jesus Christ. He's probably he's if he's not the best, he's the second best person running for candidate for president right now this year. I mean that's high praise. But no, I mean, and don't get me wrong, all of them are wonderful. But uh, I agree, I agree. From if we're just going about tonight's performance, tonight's performance, I Gary Johnson it. went down a couple notches in my eyes tonight. Some of the things he said, I don't know if it's new fiance, I don't know if he's smoking too much weed, but uh, the fact was he was a Republican governor and he kind of adopted libertarianism, probably probably because it's pro marijuana positions. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, hey, the marijuana opened your mind, and he's realized a lot of other libertarians are not so crazy. But he's still – there's a couple things and it's – I don't know. I'm I'm watching this. I'm looking. Who do I want to be my spokesperson? And it's – I don't think it's Gary Johnson. From their opening statement, he just seems like so goofy or so weird. Like, oh, you know, like I'm a fiance. I'm in love. I'm so happy to be in love. And it's like, what the fuck are you doing, man? What, why and the like, hell was he talking about Mac that? They get to McAfee. <laughs> he jumps right into the issues and not even as scared to be like – is like you know prostitution shouldn't be legal drug wars i'm like yeah hell yeah this was <laughs> the right, issues right. i care about not saying all i care about is drugs and prostitutes but you know how <laughs> <laughs> right, i want to uh, know who do you think won austin is great to me i thought oh, it's it's tough because you i don't know mcafee was the most charismatic and he he won me but i i know in that Austin is most knowledgeable and probably the most principled. It, it's it's a tie between the two of them. I'd, starting off, I would have voted happily for all three of them. I still would happily vote for all three of them, but Johnson slipped down. I, I voted for him I, last I, election. I I, I, yeah. I want it to be not Johnson this year. I want it to be either McAfee or Peterson. So I don't know if that answered who won, but I watched the debate, and after debate, I want – it to be not Johnson. I want to be McAfee or Peterson. Yeah, I'm, I'm in agreement with you. Um, I came in. I wanted Johnson to to do well. I wanted him to separate himself, and he, the opposite happened. I think he um, – I don't know if he embarrassed himself. Maybe he did embarrass himself in, in libertarian circles with the uh, the comment about um, – you know, Baker making <laughs> forcing bakers to to bake a cake for for a gay couple and and comments like that on property rights are just ridiculous. Right. But I thought John McAfee did an outstanding job tonight. He really surprised me with with his composure and how he naturally was able to speak about libertarian principles. I thought it was it was fantastic. I would give him if we're doing the five stars. I would give McAfee four stars, and I would give Gary Johnson. Probably two stars, uh, agree, agreeing with you, Johnny. And then Austin Peterson, I thought he was fantastic as well. Um, I put him just a notch above McAfee. I think maybe you know four and a half stars, if you, if, if you want to call it that. I thought it was great um, when he was talking. I don't know the quote exactly, but he was talking about naming the ages of the founders, George Washington and James Madison. And I did not realize how young they were, being in their 20s and 30s, right. hey, back hey, when they were fighting for the republic. Truth in lending, though? Uh when politicians that are younger than me are like doing great things, I kind of get bitter. 
<laughs> and Austin's Austin's thirty five, and I'm thirty six, and it's just like Justin Amash is like, God damn it, that could be me. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's funny no, though. But, you know, it couldn't be, it couldn't be me because I have a background like John McAfee, and it's, uh, <laughs> there's no no running for nothing for this guy. <laughs> yeah, what were you gonna say, Johnny? Oh, I was just saying, yeah, people died at fifty. You know, back in the it's day, true. Yeah, they, they had to get their work in earlier. Yeah, I so I mean, you know. <laughs> But now we're know. living at 80, 90. So, you know, you do the math, you know, accomplishing this kind of making that accomplishment. If he did become the, lib- you know, the libertarian presidential uh, nominee, Austin Peterson, um, he'd be the guy. I mean, he would be the youngest, but yet still, that's pretty, you know, he's not that I'm 38. So being 33, I'm like, oh, that was just, you know, I was pretty mature at 33 or I think I was. I'll still, dr- he's, I'll still he's, drink. It. He's 35, right? Hey, or, yeah, he's, he's 35. He's 35. That's right. Okay. Something really important that I think should be mentioned is let's for a second pretend we're Republicans. Say you hate Trump and you think he's like the Antichrist, a fascist, and you're like, it's like the choice is him or Cruz. Maybe you don't like him because he's the most hated person in the Senate. Or maybe you're a Democrat and you know Hillary is so corrupt and awful when your other choice is a socialist. But us as libertarians, all three of these guys, eh, I might have small, you know, whatever quick problems with any of them, but all three of them would be awesome presidents. I would fully support, get behind, do everything for any of them. They're all awesome. But the other parties, holy shit, they've got a mess on their hands. <laughs> yes, they do. And you you know, Howie, you bring a great point, man. It's like usually we have the most infighting. You know, the libertarians have the most infighting. I want and that these, to end. It's ridiculous. I do too. I, I, I won't I even too. say I'm a big libertarian because of that. I'm, not, I'm like, I'm independent or something. You know, whatever. I'm not a libertarian. That, then I don't have to live up to the standards, you know? <laughs> yeah, but we are not. We, I mean, we're debating, and these guys are up there, and they're professional. And they're not calling each other names, and it's not getting vicious. Those guys are, you could tell they generally like each other. They're the best they get people around. running for president. The best. Exactly. John, John McAfee made the joke that he met Austin Peterson in a game. That was awesome. awesome. And it was, was funny. Awesome. <laughs> and there might have been a Baptist somewhere that was like, God damn it. Yes. <laughs> but but they, you know? did you guys think it was weird, though, when Gary Johnson kissed McAfee? Didn't that look kind of weird? Um, I didn't see that. When did that happen? In my head, I wasn't like, "Oh, that's weird." But I did. It did I make like, me, it did make me like call my girlfriend over and be like, "Hey, Johnson just kissed McAfee." That's kind of, <laughs> when. When did he kiss him? I missed that yeah, when like he was talking through. about I was getting arrested in uh, Central America. Yes, that's right. He just gave him a kiss on the cheek, kind of, oh. cheek, kind of like a "Oh, I'm so sorry," like a brotherly kind of thing. But it was still like a little awkward. It seemed a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't think of as much of it as you, but I did realize that it caused me to like call my girlfriend over from like doing the work she was doing to come like look at what. Yeah, it's like on. what's going on. This is a historic night—the first libertarian televised debate and probably the first kiss during a presidential debate. Well, huh? I, I well, I don't know. I mean, it's it's kind of European, you know. It's not like it wasn't like you gave him tongue. That would that would have been a no, 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 no. But it was that, still a little. That's been all we talked about tonight. Yeah, but I I don't know. I think, but it was a great it was a great debate. I thought it, no, they they really didn't differ. They didn't have much differences on any issues though overall. And this is where we're getting there, into there, nitpicky, except for the two couple like like the baker's cake and the right uh, right. There's but, one other, but but that's minor stuff. I mean, you look at yeah. Cruz and Trump. When we're oh, talking shit. about war and peace and the war and drugs and uh, I don't, you know what? If they make the big bake the cake, I don't care that much. I don't agree, right. but I don't. I'm not going to lose sleep over it. I don't know. Do you, 
Did you notice that Austin Peterson actually brought that up, though? I, don't, I mean, Stossel didn't ask that question. I guarantee you he brought that up because of last weekend here in Oregon. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, with the, it's a was, Johnson's wrong on libertarian principles. He should right. be a libertarian if he's going to back that kind of shit. So if I were Absolutely. Austin, I'd bring up every goddamn chance I could. Yeah, and Austin found that chink in his armor from this Oregon debate. Look at Austin's. He's, he's a young guy. Johnson was a governor of a state, which gives you so much credibility. But he's got this blaring wound. It is, I am not a libertarian. It's like, hey, you know what? I want to make it a fact. We should make sure everyone knows that Johnson's saying that. I don't know. It's Austin is right. Right. He is right. If, if people care about libertarian principles, Gary Johnson is wrong on that. He's just wrong. Yeah. G- Gary's not the guy. And I, I, I mean, I don't know how the nomination process works. I don't know. I, I, Johnny, are you guys, the, is the launch pad going to the uh, libertarian? Oh, yeah. How does that work? Well, we are. We're, we're trying to go. We're trying to raise money for the Libertarian Orlando thing. So we're we're still short a couple grand. I went so, so help help. I went help to the Lions of Liberty audience. Help help the launch pad get to the Libertarian yeah, convention. Yeah, Actually, Johnny, um, I, I do have a question for you though. I went to like yes, the, the like Libertarian Party website and said, if you want to be a delegate, contact your state like Libertarian Party and find out how to do it. Did you guys do that? Did you find out what you're supposed to need to do? We're going to find out more information regarding being a delegate uh, during our actual state convention. So we're going to go in there and actually talk like, to people. And hey, man, I wish the party was more organized than that. Jeez. Well, yeah, but I mean, really, it's really whoever can go to Orlando. That's really what it boils wow. down to. Who's going to Orlando? We are. Yeah, okay. When, when is it? I might go to Orlando. Uh, I think it's May 29th. May 29th. What's, yeah, May twenty. I might be. In, I might be in Florida at that time, anyways. Memorial Day weekend. <laughs> so, awesome. oh, yeah, Donnie, how, how how can people uh, contribute to the cause and help you out? Well, you can go to our Facebook page, uh, which would be the Johnny Rocket Launchpad, and we have a little link for GoFundMe if you guys would like to donate to help us get there, so we can at least eat dinner and not eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches with PBR. So we'd like to have a little bit, you know, have a good time out there, but. Uh, there seems to be some strong support for getting us down there, and we got press passes. I got that all squared up, so we want to interview some you know, libertarians out there, maybe actually get an interview with McAfee. Uh, that's one guy I would like to talk to. Oh, uh, yeah. Me too. And I guess there's a, there's a candidate out there who is running in, I think it's Alabama. His name is Elvis Presley, and I want to meet this guy. <laughs> he looks just like Elvis. He's like an Elvis impersonator. So I'd like to actually talk to Elvis Presley. If the uh, the launch pad is going down there, I would uh, probably pay my own way and go hang out. If, if we're going to get to be with uh, McAfee and do some of the uh, kind of things that might go on in that kind of situation. <laughs> That'd be fun, wouldn't it? I would like to see oh, all yeah. you guys out there. You know, if we could, That'd be fantastic. I, I would love to come down. I, I don't know if I'll, if I'll be able to, but that would be a, that'd be a fun trip for sure. And so any, uh, any Kurt. No one actually knows who Kurt is. Is Kurt a real person? Kurt is, is a he real just, person. <laughs> he's just so busy, man. So – no, what's funny about Kurt is he's not even a libertarian. Really? No. I mean, so what? What is he? Uh, how does he lean? I guess he's a libertarian. <laughs> That's like me. <laughs> but he's not a libertarian. He will not claim he's a libertarian. So we're like, okay, man. But he agrees he's a libertarian. But he's a he's a small L libertarian, not a big L. Is that what you're saying? Uh, no, he 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 refuses to label himself. Okay. So, well, but he's I, I, I don't know. I kind of, I, I kind of, I can jive with that. I mean, dude, I am a, I'm a, I'm actually a registered libertarian, but dude, 
Yeah, I, I wouldn't consider myself. I don't. I don't like being put in that put in that box. I, I respect that because you know why? I have all libertarian beliefs except I want the government to monitor the skies for asteroids that might destroy the Earth because we have technology can do something about it now. I like to spend more on that than like what it costs to run a McDonald's for a year. That's that's a national security issue, right? <laughs> we should be well, should be lining. Yeah, we should be working on that it's stuff. Interesting right? point, though. The free market has a, a vested interest in solving that problem too. I indeed, indeed. You know, so I don't know. You know, no you one's doing the, anything about it. <laughs> yeah, you could take the anarcho-capitalist position on this, but uh, I don't know. I think it's, but I think it's interesting. And uh, asteroids, I, I, it's it's when, not if, <laughs> we'll slam the Earth again. Yeah, yeah. But we have a vested interest, and there'll be some business again. Hey, let's create a asteroid buster. But there's no profit till it happens, right? And even but if I'm it sure doesn't, all businesses will contribute to that. If you be, save everyone, yeah. And they're like, we're saved, and then they're like, well, we're not going to give you any money. <laughs> right. I don't know. Never mind. We're getting off track. Uh, okay. Goddamn Yamazaki whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> I think no. I think that's a that's an important discussion. Japanese one again. Not necessarily. I mean, the people you know talk about NASA. You know, we should be going to the moon. No, we shouldn't be going to the moon. We should be protecting ourselves from freaking asteroids. We got to right. prioritize ourselves. Hey, here. hey guys, but, am I, have I been yelling? No. Okay, because my headphones, I I can't hear myself talk. So it's kind of hilarious because I've been like Heather's, like you're screaming into the mic. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, usually I have like a monitor, so now I'm like, hello. Thank you very much. <laughs> Sorry. I just I just thought that was how you talked. No, I don't know. It's I'm like, actually screaming into the mic, so I'm doing a little I, I wish I'm like I listen, I'm like, I wish I had a loud raspy voice. <laughs> I'm like, I just need to smoke more. To smoke get and drink ra- more. Get, to get the rasp and then yeah. drink more. Drink to get some loud. more of that Japanese whiskey and you'll be good, brother. Yeah, yeah. I think I think my favorite part, Johnny, of your show, my favorite part of the launch pad. We're we're just going way off topic here. I, I really don't care. Is how much you promote smoking. I, I, I don't love, hear that very often. You know, you don't hear that hey, that you know really love of smoking being promoted. Hey, Johnny, I I, I, uh, I smoked for a long time and I quit, but picked it uh-huh. back up again not too long ago, and uh-huh. I'm I'm enjoying the shit out of smoking again. <laughs> and you know what? I, I, I support smoking. I think it's great. And Man, I me think, and my girlfriend do it together. We both yes. love it. It's awesome. <laughs> I mean, I, I love cigars. I love every tobacco product available. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. tobacco is just amazing. And it tastes good. You know, it's kind of like coffee. You know, it's an acquired taste. Some people like their coffee black. I like coffee black because I enjoy the taste of coffee. I don't like cream and sugar. I don't like the taste of cream and sugar. I like the taste of coffee. And hence why I drink coffee. Yeah. Um, yeah cigarettes, I mean, I, same thing. People that put cream and sugar in their coffee should be shot. I think. They're ruining just, coffee. I'm just going to put that hey, out there. You know yeah, no, it's, man. it's not coffee. I'll drink my coffee the way I want to drink my coffee. I'm a little too <laughs> 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 All right, guys. Well, this, this show is completely devolved, but I think I think somewhere in between now and the beginning of the show, we did actually talk about the debate. We talked about the candidates, and I think we added a little bit of a little bit of some nuggets of. Uh, of a uh, truth or nuggets of uh, I don't know I'm, I'm I think I've had too too many Sierra uh, Sierra Nevada bias. myself here yeah well, but I think we've added some value is what I'm trying to say right on I agree I think it was a great conversation and I think libertarians need to come together and have these discussions about what went right what went wrong and what could be better absolutely that was an AAR if you remember that uh, Howie wait. 
Uh, after action a, review. A A. Now he oh, just had his I, face I, I stuck in the like Japanese whiskers. A A R. Okay. <laughs> Did I say that, or was I slurring? No, no. <laughs> no, you said A. I just okay. drank too much whiskey. Now you're right. Gotcha, man. Gotcha, man. We're, we're- we're, we're going to wrap up the show. This is the part where I always screw it up, but I'm going to do Mark's uh, patented sign-off. God damn it. We don't have to do that, do we? Yeah. And you know you got to uh, live long. And, and live, live 